Hi, and welcome to Emma's Dilemmas, a video and audio podcast where my name is Emma and I have a lot of problems in my life and I think talking about them would help some people out. Mostly help me out though. So it's like Emma's Dilemmas, get it? Honestly, I didn't know what the word dilemma meant for a really long time. Like, I only knew that it was a word in Selena Gomez's song, Dilemma. I grew up thinking she sang that song about me, but then I realized soon after that's it's an actual word. Since this is the first podcast, it's only gonna get better as it goes on, so this first video is gonna be the worst one, even though it's gonna be really good. A little bit about me is I'm 18, I'm Iranian-American, I've lived in America my whole life, but I'm Persian. More specifically in the LA area, and I'm in broadcast journalism in my first year of college. What I wanna do with my life, I wanna interview people, I wanna be able to talk on camera and be like, hey, so what's your name? So I thought this podcast would be like the best fucking idea ever. Oop. I don't know if I should cuss in these. My mom told me I shouldn't, but I just did, so. With these videos, I just want to make people feel less alone because I know how lonely life gets. I've been feeling very lonely recently. Um, I've been going to a school where none of my best friends went for college, so I'm trying to make new friends. I'm trying to do new things. And a lot of the things I've been going through have all been thrown back to, like, other things I've dealt with in the past, which one of those things is growing up fat. Yeah, guys, this was me in the fifth grade. I'm gonna put a photo of me right next to a bunch of other people from my fifth grade class. I did not look like any of them. That being because I hit puberty early and I was literally the tallest and the fattest kid. Growing up this way made me feel more lonely than anyone else on this freaking planet. I mean, I'm still a mid-sized individual today, but I think about the world so much more differently than I did then. At least I'd like to think so, but more things just come up recently that make me realize being a fat kid has traumatized me forever. A lot of people say kids are more cruel now because of social media, but I honestly know how cruel they were back then too because I was in the position of being the fat friend. I think people just make that assumption because they've never been the odd one out in their life ever, but life has always been hard. Without social media, with social media, it's, it's hard. I also grew up in a household that had a lot of food, so I ate. I ate a lot, but it became a problem. I think it wasn't just my weight that had a lot to do with me getting bullied growing up. I went to a school that was like predominantly white and Middle Eastern and I'm Middle Eastern, you know? But I used to be like 10 times more darker and I had so much melanin when I was young that people would pick on me. Not saying that my struggles are any worse than a actual dark-skinned person. I'm not saying that at all. I remember in the fifth grade, we had a lesson about slavery and to not treat people bad based on the color of their skin tone. And I remember our teacher talking about the way slaves were treated, they were beat. We were obviously little kids and she put it in more simpler terms. And with my friends being curious, they proceeded to take a big old rock and beat me up <laughs> at lunch one day and they hit my knee they hit it really hard they kept hitting it and all i knew what to do was laugh about it and smile through it and that's what i did all throughout my life until like high school when i realized hey this is probably not very good i used to have a scar on my knee up until like last year when it kind of faded away. It's still there, but it was just not good. Because of that experience, I have the weakest of knees now. I cannot get down on both knees without shaking. And it's not because I have weak posture or anything. It's literally because they fucked up my knees so much when I was young. Because they literally beat me up with a rock onto my knees for like a whole week straight. All 40 minutes of lunch. And I don't even know if those kids remember what they did to me. But I do. I remember bits and pieces of it because you know how something's so traumatic that you put it in the back of your brain? 
That's exactly what it was. It was just such a struggle. I was hairier than everyone else. Puberty hit me like a freaking brick. I remember having so much pain throughout my body that I could not do any sort of physical activity. Like in PE, everyone was able to run super quick and everything. And because I was so big and I was already going through puberty, my body didn't allow me to do what other kids my age were able to do because it was in so much pain all the time. Around the fourth, third grade, we had these mile runs, which was actually the worst thing ever. It was four laps around this like field and I was able to do one, but after the first one, my whole body started to feel weak. And I remember this one week, it was just so bad. I was going through the worst amount of joint pain because I had like a bunch of growing pains going on and no one else did because no one else was growing the way I did. So for this mile run in particular, we were partnered with someone else. And the person I was partnered with was the person who ran the fastest in our school. I remember his full name. I remember everything about this guy because I thought he was so cool. I was like, why can't I be like him? Why can't I run like him? You know what I'm saying? So he ran the first two laps and I ran the last two. And even though he was the fastest one in our whole school, I was the slowest. So I still ended up in last place. It was the most discouraging thing at the time. He was the coolest guy in my eyes. I feel like I let him down. I feel like I let my whole team of friends down. And it was so humiliating because they were all looking at me, staring at me, and I had some people cheering me on, but that even made it feel worse because it felt like I was unable to do what they were able to do, which was true at the time. To make matters even worse, my PE teacher was an absolute asshole. He once sat me down and said, hey Emma, what do you usually eat? Like, why are your eating habits so bad? I did not know what he meant by this because I obviously did not know anything about a diet. I was literally a nine-year-old at the time, I think. Probably younger. I told him that every night for dinner, I'd usually have Panera or we'd eat out somewhere and my go-to order was mac and cheese. He told me that Panera is the devil's food and that I should never eat Panera because one thing of like mac and cheese has a thousand calories and that's when I started to learn about calories at the ripe age of nine years old. Also, I feel like this is starting to sound like a trauma dump, but I'm gonna get somewhere with this. I also feel like I've never heard a story like this before and maybe some people are looking for a similar story that they've had. So let me just keep going. So that's when calories started to get introduced to me. And I looked up online, what are calories? And then I got to how to lose weight. And I got to nutritionists and gym and all these types of things. I personally went to my own mother and begged her to take me to a gym. And she did. And I did so fucking bad in it because, again, people are cruel. And kids make fun of you, depending on the way you look. Then I grew up with a personal trainer that also treated me bad from time to time. And honestly, the only reason I had that personal trainer was to confide in her and a lot of the issues I was having at the time. Sometimes I would just have her go on walks with me and I would talk about all my problems with her and she would just listen to me. She honestly wasn't even a personal trainer. She was a therapist. Not thinking of it, I'm glad I had her even though I felt like it was a waste of money and a waste of time because I wasn't losing weight. My mom also took me to one of her best friends who was a nutritionist. Again, I had to beg her to take me. All this nutritionist said to me is that I need more veggies and I need more fruits and I needed to not eat carbs and I didn't understand what any of this shit meant so that's what I did had more veggies had more fruits but I felt so famished that at the end of the day I binge ate and I had an eating disorder at the ripe age of literally nine years old middle school then came around and I started to see a few more people that were like me but not quite my middle school was super diverse in ethnicity size height all of the above and since eighth graders were now in the mix I I saw people as tall as me and also as big as me. But this is also the time where I led to social media and everything online to help comfort me. So that just made matters worse. I would literally hide behind a screen and not make friends in real life because they scared me so much. People scared me so much. I had three trusted friends and I confided in them for 
daily talks. I remember when I was trying to lose weight during middle school, this was like my eighth grade year, I would give my friends my lunches and my food because my mom still packed it at that time and everything was just junk, you know, and there was like fruits. I ate the fruits and I gave the junk to my friends and that's when I started to lose weight, which was really confusing. So during the summer before my ninth grade, I lost a ton of weight and I kept losing weight throughout the beginning of my high school semesters and I had more friends than ever and only a few of them really stuck around for my personality, I've realized. A few other of them were just there for my looks. My first full-on friend group with a bunch of girls in high school was a group of skinny people and I know people are going to be like, ah, it doesn't matter that they were skinny, but yeah. It matters because that meant I was skinny and that meant I was accepted in this society and they treated me so much different. And the moment I started to gain weight again or look a little bit different, a few of them dropped me. Not saying that these girls only liked me because I was skinny. I might have been subconscious, but that had my mindset thinking that I was only likable when I was thin and that all these people left me because I started gaining weight again. But with therapy and a lot of practice and realizing that I actually have friends that care for me and not about the way I look, I've overcome a lot of the challenges I once faced. I honestly have no hatred towards my body. I love my body. Your body is the only thing that is keeping you alive. You know what I'm saying? So you have to feed it fuel and give it respect. And that's something I didn't do for a while. Don't do that. But it's easier said than done to say, oh, just feel good about your body because it has taken me over 10 years to come to this point. I feel like this all started around the ages of 7 or 8, and I'm now 18 years old, which it's been a long time. And I get a head start where a lot of people weren't able to do that. I've experienced the fat experience, the skinny experience, the mid-side experience, everything in between. And they were all shitty in their own ways. The truth is people are going to judge you, no matter how you look. Especially with the consumption of social media and things like TikTok. Even though I'm a huge participant in them, I still notice that these sites are toxic. We always see the Chloe Ting trends or Pilates trends or how I lost this amount of weight or even the buckle fat trends. And I don't know if anyone else has this, but my explore page on Instagram is filled with like dietary tips and I never signed up for those. I literally follow mukbang channels sometimes and I'm like, where's all this health advice coming from? The media is gonna convince you otherwise that you're doing something wrong and that you're gonna have to participate in all these trends to make you look skinny or fit or flattering. Your body isn't a fucking trend, you guys. Your body is what keeps you alive and keeps you healthy and keeps your mind working. Anyways, the whole point of what I was saying is I didn't realize how bad I was getting treated until literally quarantine, which was two years ago. I just thought it was a normal experience that people got belittled in elementary school and middle school because they were embarrassing years of our lives. But I realized the stuff I went through, no one else really went through. Well, some people did. And though some people were just like me. And that's why I'm making this video because it's not normal to be treated in that way, especially when you're supposed to have teachers that support you and family that supports you as well. And I'm not saying I didn't have family that supported me. They just didn't know how to support me. It was a rare case. How are you supposed to treat a girl that's going through puberty 10 times faster than all the other people in her grade? I remember in middle school, I begged my mom to take me into homeschool, but she just didn't understand why I wanted to do it. Now that I think back at it, the main reason is because I did not want to be seen at all costs. And if that meant doing homeschool, I would have been okay with it. And I still think that homeschool would have been better for me because I wouldn't have been going through those shitty three years of my life in middle school. I felt so small all the time, even though I was so big. And I still feel small 
all the time. Even though my confidence is higher and I'm able to go on a camera, edit these videos, and post these things out to the public with my experiences, I still feel like the smallest person in the room, even with a lot of friends or a large following. The past haunts me every day. Sometimes when I go to family meetups and they say, oh, Emma, you've changed so much. I don't know what the fuck that accent was. I was trying to do a Persian accent, but I lost it, guys. People from middle school still comment on my videos saying, whoa, glow up. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, ah, or when new friends see my old photos and don't even realize that person was me. I've been displaying some photos throughout this video, if you're looking at the video version, and could you tell that it was me? Like, could you tell? Honestly, sometimes I feel like everything I do is in honor of the trauma that I went through. Every anxious thought of whenever I go out and I think people are looking at me or thinking that everyone hates me even if they're my bestest of friends. I still feel like there's this type of hatred for me because of the way I used to look. Because no one back then ever wanted me because of me. They only wanted me because they could throw me around and pick on me. And I feel like people still can throw me around and pick on me and I allow it and it haunts me. It's a cycle that is really hard to get out of and I'm working on it. It's just hard for me to believe sometimes that all these friends want to be friends with me because back then people did not even want to be seen alongside me. The first time I dyed my hair was in the sixth grade and I did it because I wanted people to focus on anything other than my body. And look at me now. I still dye my hair and I excuse it as a form of expression when honestly, it still stems from that exact insecurity. I feel like every comment that was made to me back then is still with me right now. Because as Mitsuki once said, I feel like a tall child. A tall, fat child. Basically me in the past. But that tall, fat child was a huge part of my past and a huge part of the person I am now. So I'm both sad and glad that I endured all the things that I did. Glad because I'm now more self-aware, but bad because, you know, that was a pretty bad thing to go through. Honestly, as time has gone by, I realized that my personality is the same exact way it was back in the fifth grade. It's just the form and shape of my body that has changed, which proves to me more and more every day that your body is just the thing holding you alive. It shouldn't matter that much unless your health is at risk, which mine also was. All that I know is my life has been hard and lonely and it still feels like I'm that fat kid all the time. And I don't know if people have the same experiences as me, but if you've watched this far into the video or listen, you might have related to my story somehow. My goal and my mission with this podcast is to have people feel like they have someone to relate to. My comments are always open too if you want to talk about any of the experiences that you've went through because I just spent like, what, 20 minutes talking about mine? I'm always open to hearing your guys' dilemmas and your guys' stories because I know how much I love telling mine. Or maybe this podcast is a lame excuse to get all my anxiety out and tell you guys how horrible I feel all the time. But no, it's probably not because I don't feel horrible all the time. Anyways, guys, thank you for watching the first episode of Emma's Dilemmas. I also have a TikTok and an Instagram for this podcast that I'll put on the screen right now. I'll also be having a website very soon. Again, thank you for watching and supporting me. Bye, guys!